How was your vacation? Vacation was good. Uh, I, I, I think the best benefit to it was probably just uh, feeling like coming back to work where I can be recharged. Because sometimes you go and you're so tired, right? Like every you come back, you're tired, and you or you come back to work too early in the sense of like like the next day you go back to work and you're just tired and like you just don't quite feel like you've got that energy. Um, and it's nice to have that energy to feel like, yeah, let's come back and you're get refreshed. To get to it. Yeah. I, I, I think there's only one, there are two types of vacations. One, you come back refreshed and one, you come back needing a vacation yes. from your vacation. And I find, uh, the latter is usually, uh, a result of vacationing with your kids where you're just parenting in a different city. Yes. Yes. Which there's an element, you know, I'm not normally with my kids for this long. <laughs> you know, not, it's not stop. It's, it's not stop because yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. joke when it's like, oh man, I went to my, you know, we see that did a staycation. I was home for, you know, five days and, you know, the kids were there. Um, but, you know, the kids are in their room. They're doing different things sure. and, you know, the activities, they're going way, their yeah, activities is way different versus, yep. you know, when you are, you're traveling with your kids, you're, you're with them for the, you know, 24 seven for the entire time. For so. sure. For sure. Um, I, so right when I became an attorney, I got, um, advice from one of the partners I was working for. And, uh, he's like, he didn't come in and offer me advice as an attorney or anything. He just said, Hey, word to the wise. When you go on vacation, come back to the office on a Wednesday. That way, no one expects anything from you. Because if you show back up on a Monday, everybody's going to hit the ground running. Uh, and if you come back on a Wednesday or Thursday, you at least have two days to essentially get caught up before you start on the Monday. So I actually thought about coming in on the Friday, on Friday, cause I was here, but that was, the, that was literally the first full day back, you know, and I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. That's, <laughs> well, that's some of the best advice I've gotten. You're listening to financial insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. So welcome back. I I will say, um, if you're listening to this on our podcast, our Financial Insights podcast, uh, and you listen often, but uh, whether you're listening like through one of our players on the website or you found this through LinkedIn, I'd say subscribe. Uh, that way you can you can hear Ryan and I do this every couple of weeks. And if not Ryan, we have other people fill in. The last person we had was Joe Perry, Mortgage Ninja, uh, who is always well received by everybody. Uh, and if you're watching this on YouTube, then you could subscribe uh, as well. That way you can see the slides that we're going to go through or the charts that we chat about on this uh, as we get going. So I was joking with Joe last time, Ryan, uh, that clearly we are better financial advisors and investors than we are marketers because our podcast and our webcast have two different names, (laughs) which doesn't make much sense. We might have to rectify that. Joe, Joe found that out. Well, I was, we were just talking about it and I was like, yeah, this doesn't make much sense. We're the financial insights podcast and we're the casual Friday webcast, you know, Go figure. Google both. I don't know. So um, some interesting stuff going on this week. We won't really do a market recap because markets have been up and down. I think it's fair to say, which is not a surprise after a huge July like we had. Um, shorts getting squeezed. 
but there's a cool off coming. I, you know, hard to say why we will talk about the jobs report and some other headlines also, but one of the more interesting, uh, things is the, uh, is the lottery. Do you ever do the lottery? Yeah. So we were, we were traveling and, and we were driving because we were going to leave out of the SFO airport and we stopped for in Los Banos, um, to do a bathroom break. And of course I drive to a gas station. I'm like, no, so I was not paying attention to the lottery, but then I look at the numbers, you know, in the window as it's staring at you when you park your car. I'm like, wow, I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. 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 So, So yeah, I have to be at the right place at the right time to, 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 to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. If, um, so if you're not paying attention, uh, the lottery will have been drawn by the time you're watching or listening to this. But it, the Mega Millions jackpot, which is the lottery that's multi-state, is a little bit more than 1.5 billion, $1.55 to be exact. Um, and it's interesting. This uh, this came these notes came from uh, Brian Westbury, who's the chief, I think, economist with First Trust. Uh, but it was also forwarded on to me from John Patrick over at Perennial. Um, uh, that uh, your odds of winning are one in 302.6 million and you're 70 times more likely to die in a shark attack than win this lottery. <laughs> um, so knowing that, are you still buying a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about how oh you're God, a super feels- gambler when it comes to like buying cards, uh, baseball cards and sports cards. And I think everyone cards. just feels like they have to take that one chance, right? Like, and just say, is it, is it, is it your, is it going to be your day? Um, my, my, you know, to, to be honest with you, I always wanted to how much, I don't know, let's call this the downside of winning the lottery, but like, you know, in some ways, how the, how it can negatively impact your life too. I mean, it is so much money, right? Well, it is yeah. just so much money. It's, I, for me, it's worth $2 for the, I don't know, a uh, few hours that you can dream about what you would do with it. Yes. You can't dream if you don't play. Right. So like it, yeah. it doesn't actually allow you to um, have, have, have some, some daydream. Make, make no mistake. It's the worst single investment that you can possibly make. Right. The, well, yeah. the it's not an investment. It's just, you know, it's like any other form yeah, of gambling. The worst bet. Yes. It's yeah. the worst bet you can make with the lowest odds in, in history, how it's allowed to actually go on and eat where the States swindle, money from all these people who are the least able to afford it is criminal in my opinion, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to be down in the liquor store on my way home. (laughs) Dropping my plopping down my two bucks to buy, uh, and and bringing out, uh, rubbing your lucky rabbit's foot while you do, while you do this. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, good. Well, okay. So, uh, if I don't see you tomorrow, yeah. Uh, we'll know who won. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One of the two of us. The winners from Fresno. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I, uh, I think I would show up for work. I, and it's interesting. The radio station here locally, one of the uh, KMJ interviewed me a while back about when, when we got to one of these big um, numbers and they said, you know, what do you do? And it was, well, sign the back of it, make a copy and call your lawyer and call your financial advisor. Those are right. in that order. Right. What you should do with it. So. Well, unfortunately you cannot uh, be anonymous in California, right? That's right. That's right. So, so the entire world's going to know. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, only, you're only deferring some of this by, by waiting by waiting in California. And are you Florida. taking the annuity or are you taking the full payout? And you guys are supposed to take the full payout, right? That's what they say. Yeah. I don't know. 
Take yeah. the full. Payout. Either way, it's too much money. Drop it in an <laughs> index fund and call it a day. You're yeah. like the single biggest Vanguard shareholder after you know. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the next up that we had had on our um, uh, on our rundown today was that we're getting back to fall, back to school. Um, football, football is here. I don't know if you you weren't here, but the Hall of Fame, the first preseason game has been played. Uh, where do where do you think markets are as we get into fall? Where is everybody's head? Where are everybody's heads at? I don't know. I think if you have a family, you know, you're f- fully focused on getting getting your kids ready for school. You know, yep. who's their teacher? Getting school supplies, clothes, and yep. you know, and for for a lot of us too that that end up having kids, it's like getting back into the the schedule, right? Like it's activities uh-huh. after. After you go to war, after you come home from work, now it's like going back to getting into schedules, whether that's sports or right. you know some kind of musical instrument. It's it's uh it's a lot more activity going to be happening shortly. Yeah, I think if anything, it's been distracting, or it will be distracting. I, um, one thing that's interesting though is that um, usually there's a, in markets it's a sell in May and go away, where where you know you you sell, you leave for the summer, and then you come back in the fall and things start ripping again. Um, even though September historically is actually a pretty bad um, month for markets, October um, can be too to an extent. Yeah, so sell in May and come go away until Thanksgiving. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me with the run that we've had over the summer because sell in May and go away did not work this year or has not working so far. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if we got a cool if things started to cool off here in August or September. Not that. Not that the tide is going out, but this the seas are getting a little bit choppy. That wouldn't surprise me. And surprise me. Markets one. aren't going to go forever, you know. And then, and not that right. it's been going up for years, but you know, we've had a solid run so far at mm-hmm. a pretty at a pretty fast clip. And so, maybe maybe the the market just needs to breathe some you know, get get some get some air too at this point. And which yep. means for the market having maybe a little slower period or even a small pullback is is sure. definitely within the realm. Yeah, well, and one of the reasons for the pullback could be the jobs uh, stuff because we got July's non-farm uh, payroll report here, and um, payrolls grew by 187,000 jobs, which was slightly below con- consensus and a slight increase from June's revised figure, um, but quite a bit less than what expectations were. Right, expectations for job growth was something more along the lines of 200,000 jobs. Um, the unemployment rate decreased, but really it looks, you can kind of see here that um, the job market is is slowing, right? Right, right. And this is, this is just like maybe, you know, some correlation to, to the market, what we just talked about was, you know, this market has been pretty hot, um, the, 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 the stock market, um, and, you know, eventually it, it tends to cool off we've been running, you know, from a, from a job perspective, things have been really, really hot for quite a while now, for a couple of years now. And, you know, it's not going to last forever. Eventually jobs get, you know, jobs get filled. Um, eventually too, the, the, the economy slows down a little bit and employers don't need to be hiring to the extent that they were. Right. And I, it, it seems, um, you know, with labor costs being so high, for so long, it doesn't wouldn't surprise me one bit that employers are kind of working on ways that they can lower their labor costs, whether it's kiosks at checkouts or, you know, I don't know. Um, but but it's also like the, it seems like there's 
I don't want to say, um, you know, softer inflation has caused this, but these are some of the LPL charts where you can see uh, like a week, a weaker labor market. This could be good news, I guess, because softer job growth translates into lower inflation or easing inflation pressures. Um, and you can see on one of the LPL charts of the day here that we're looking at right now is that if small businesses plan to slow hiring, that leaper, weaker labor market suggests there's pretty high correlation with uh, lowering inflation as the market goes down. The job well, market- It kind of makes sense. You know, we've been in this environment with jobs where, you know, people could go to one job and, you know, be searching for another job, trying to search for a job that's going to pay much more and, you know, kind of job job hopping around and continue to get higher wages because everyone was going to pay you a higher wage because they needed you, you know, to, to fill a role. Well, obviously the higher, the more that people are getting paid too, the higher inflation can be because people have money to spend. Uh, you know, on the inverse, if 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 there's less jobs, you know, people can't be demanding as much um, in terms of wages, and you know that should soften inflation as people have maybe less money to be able to spend. Well, if 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 inflation has been a drag, or the costs of borrowing have gone up, and so maybe there's less investment going on in businesses, and that's why they're less inclined to hire. I don't I don't know. Um. Bernanke came out with a report that basically suggested that until labor markets loosen up, you're never actually going to snuff this inflation problem. So even though like core inflation is going down, you won't get rid of it entirely until you have uh, a labor market loosening up, which basically means the Fed's got to cause a recession to make that happen. I I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but it's it. I would expect markets would probably respond favorably if we're seeing this slower job growth, because that means the Federal Reserve will probably lay off. That means the uh, labor market is softening and therefore they don't need to keep cranking up interest rates. So rates can stop going up. And then if we do encounter a recession, maybe start coming down, which would be good. Um, right. And I think I think that a lot of maybe business owners, whether it's you know small, medium or big, I think that there's they feel kind of cautious at this point, you know, not knowing where the economy is going, going at this point. Um, You know, we've talked about the credit card spending um, and, you know, credit cards, you know, interest rates are at almost all time. time, I think they are at all time highs. Um, Yeah. The raw, the raw number is right. As a percentage of, of income, maybe it's not as bad as, Oh, I was speaking specifically. I think the interest rates actually are at, at actually all time highs. Uh, in terms oh, interest like, rates. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about balances, not rates. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that there's like some there's there's a lot of caution out there, and when people become cautious, especially as business owners, you're less willing to you know spend money, which part of yep. spending money is on labor, and so you know maybe that's pl- playing into this as well. Yep. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of cycling through some of the the headlines with the jobs report, um, but you know, slower hiring, taking the heat off of the Fed. Um, uh, oops, I lost it. But uh, the job market shows signs of cooling, which is what the Fed wants. Here, let me. Um, this was the headline that I just had up a second ago. So, right, this is all kind of falling in that narrative of as the labor market eases, hiring stops, maybe unemployment starts to go up a little bit. Um, you know, that, that means the fed has done its job and the beatings will stop from, from Powell and his crew. So, um, so that's kind of, that's, that's one of the headlines. Um, one of the other headlines that we've got is the U S credit downgrade. Um, 
that's kind of been an interesting thing. I just I had one of the uh, charts up here. Let me see. Where did it, where did we lose it to? Oh, there it is. Um, trying to do two things at once. So uh, we had a credit downgrade from Fitch. Um, Fitch down one of the credit rating agencies downgraded uh, U.S. government debt from AAA to AA plus, uh, citing fiscal deterioration, 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 high debt burden, and governance erosion, which means basically our politicians are politicking and not governing. Uh, which I think we could all agree with. Now, the S&P did this. I remember doing um, an interview with Channel 30 here locally when the credit downgrade came uh, from the S&P in 2011, downgrading us from AAA to AA. And you can see it on the chart right here. Um, what do you think? Do you think this is going to have an impact or, or not? Yeah. I mean, to put this into perspective for people too, like um, in terms of what this – what this rating is like we went from um on fitch's scale from the highest rating that you can have to one one peg lower right yeah. so so there's many pegs below us <laughs> in terms of of much worse you know graded uh being in terms of being graded there, you, you think you think institutions are buying fewer treasuries because of reddit the I don't think this scares off anyone because, you know, I, I keep using this, this term that, you know, we're with the cleanest shirt and the dirty laundry in the, the dirty laundry. Right. And it's, yeah. the same, it's the same thing. Where do you, as this is more from an institutional standpoint, because let's be honest on an individual level, foreigners are not looking necessarily on an individual level to put their money into different currencies uh, across the world. Right. Like you, we don't worry about that usually from an individual level. So it's like on an institutional level, Sure. Where where are other countries, other institutions, other pensions? Where are they going to put their money? You know, other than yeah. the U.S. Because while we got we got downgraded, we are still the place to be in terms of safety, innovation. You know, it's it's the place that you want to hold your money because again, it comes down to where else are you going to put it? Yeah, you're not going to get it anywhere else. In fact, um, I I I don't know that's even going to affect yields at all. Um, I think I, I have a interesting uh, stat here. Yeah, that because of our downgrade, uh, here are the, here are now the countries that are triple um, higher graded than we are um, currently. Oh, so I think I know a few of these: Germany, Denmark, Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Switzerland, and Luxembourg, Singapore, and Australia. With the exception of Singapore and Australia, like it's all basically Northern Europe. And I'll tell yeah. you what, they're in. They're not in great shape. I'd rather own treasuries personally, you know? Well, I'll say this too. Uh, you're going to put your money, you know, as an institution into the to U.S. treasuries or into Luxembourg? Yeah. Tell me which one's more thinly traded. Yeah. Right? I mean, give me a, yeah, give me a break. So it, it's not going to make or break, I think, a lot of, a lot of things in terms of this, no. this change. Um, I think that, you know, what the, the reason maybe they did it maybe has some some logical reasoning to it given i think all the the all the fiascos that's been going on doesn't doesn't create the a lot of certainty and i think that that part that's part of what goes into these grades is is your 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 path going forward the more certain it is i think the easier it is to get a higher grade but when you have a lot of turmoil like we do um it, it, it creates it creates um a reason for a downgrade well you can see in the chart here that um that the S&P in 2011, when S&P downgraded, the index fell 
um, 7%. And you know what everybody did when the index started? Cra- I mean, you can see it, it cratered 7%, just boom, like that. Right. You know where everybody rushed? Everybody bought treasuries. treasuries. Everybody bought treasuries. The treasury downgrade made everybody freak out and in turn buy treasuries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is a big nothing burger in my view. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope the Fitch downgrade um, opens our the eyes of our politicians to the fact that we need to operate responsibly and not do this brinksmanship with the debt ceiling and all of that stuff. There's a little bit of egg on our face, right? Because in, in some sense, you don't want this to happen. No. Is, it, is, is the consequences high? Probably not. Um, you know, yes, I think that we, we, we are aware that at least in, you know, publicly we should be more fiscally responsible, you know, yeah. as, as a nation. Um, and that, that would go a long way into helping us have, have a maintained, um, a good rating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you want to have a good rating and not have a bad rating. I think that's yeah. easy to say the, the, the tangible effects. I think it's um, the U S treasury buying a trillion dollars of treasuries in the third quarter and pushing yields higher is a much bigger deal than whatever Fitch has to say about our debt. Um, yes. Yes. That, that would be, that would be my take on this. All right. So we're going to wrap up here. Let me take this off of here. So you're back from weeks of vacation. Um, rested, as you say. Yeah. Tell me what's on your mind. So um, I normally don't watch a ton of movies just because life with kids is pretty busy. But, um, you know, you're on an airplane for a long time. You end up watching things. But so don't judge me on the the, the movies that I watch. But I'm going to uh, I'm going to kind of tell you what happened so on the way back i was trying to just pound through movies like like real easy movies just to just to kill time right so i was watching baywatch (laughs) and yeah the show no the movie the movie with the rock rock. yeah yeah so i'm I'm watching it and they have a cameo of it with david hasselhoff and pamela anderson right okay and i look i'm looking at them like wow they really have not aged well they really have not aged well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, then I fast forward a couple of movies later. I'm watch. I'm watching. Um, I'm watching Top Gun Maverick, right? And then you have. You ha- then you have uh, Jennifer Connelly, and you have Tom Cruise. And I'm like, man, these 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 two have aged really, really well. And it was just yeah, you know yeah. such a stark contrast of like the 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 two movies of people that you know we grew up watching all throughout these decades. And you know, two two of them, you're like, wow. A, a, the time hasn't treated them as well as the the, the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, that was it. It's interesting that how you're chopping through like several movies on a flight. That just tells you how. Yeah, I think I got excruciating long. Four and a half, four and a half, five movies. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you read anything? Uh, no. <laughs> I, the- I wanted time to fly by as fast as possible, so I was watching movies that I thought would get like time to you get the job done. You put on the sound canceling headphones and uh, yeah, tune out. Let it roll. Yeah. Well, I so since we last talked, I have not finished anything new. I did watch on uh, Disney just released uh, so a couple of things, and we're doing movies today. Um, I saw. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, that was one of the movies I saw on the on the plane as well. <laughs> what do you think? I liked it. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's I do just, too. I just think it's like gotten kind of played out a little bit. 
Uh, a lot of the Marvel movies. Have I'm, glad, gotten put it this way. Right I'm glad I watched it for my subscription on Disney Plus that I have for the kids versus gone, going to the movie theater and watching it. What I did go to the movie theater and watch was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, how'd you like it? It was it was fun. Okay. It was obviously produced. Seth, uh, Seth Rogen did it. Okay. Um, so lots of like 90s hip hop, okay. good music. Something for the kids, something for the parents. I thought it was I thought it was a really, really good flick. The animation uh, kind of art on that seemed like it was pretty cool. Different. Yeah, I would say it's less like the Pixar type of animation and more like um, I don't know if you saw Spider-Man into the Spider Ver the newer Miles Morales kind of Spider-Man movies, which are awesome. Um, it's that different kind of comic book style. I would say it's cool. Yeah. Because uh, it's different from right. all of the other animation that's been going on for the last 10 years. Um, but what I'm most excited about, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was cool. A plus, do recommend. I'm ready for hard knocks tonight. It's football season, football's back. I watched the Hall of Fame game, which was like Is it excruciatingly bad, but you but you get your football fix? I'm getting my fix. Yeah. I'm getting my fix. Yeah. And so hard knocks. I'm I'm very interested to see what's going on with the Jets, the former 49er defensive coordinator, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm sickened by what's going on in college football right now. So give me give me the NFL all the way. Well, I will say I know you're you're a Niner fan like I am. It's it's a, it's a very easy to kind of ride into this football season when you know that your team is supposed to be especially good, assuming that they stay healthy. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So catch me tonight. I'll be watching Hard Knocks. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to be doing fantasy football this year or not, but uh, I will be watching. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for football season. I'm ready. Nice. So that's what's on my mind. All right. Well, we're done within a half hour, under a half hour. So that's good. Um, still too long to post directly on the LinkedIn, but that's neither here nor there. Um, again, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, Hit the subscribe button if you're listening on Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, all the other podcast platforms we're on. If you're watching us on YouTube, I'd say subscribe to the YouTube channel so that way you can catch us every couple of weeks when we do it. And uh, you know, we'll we'll also I'm working on rotating some guests in for when Ryan is busy and fully international Jason Bourne style, and so that way we don't miss any weeks while we're doing this stuff. So with that, Ryan, until Thank next you. time. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with, and securities are offered through, LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Perennial Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Ford Financial Group and Perennial Investment Advisors are separate entities from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group, Perennial Investment Advisors, and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. 
This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein, 